everyone. I hope you are having a great day. It's Jamie Crozier here. I am the host of the Coffee and Jesus podcast. And so in this community, we will spend time together by reading the Bible, asking questions, challenging ourselves, and celebrating our victories. I am so glad you're here today. Let's dive right in. So today I want to talk with you a little bit about this phrase that I've heard lots of times. And I'm wondering if you've heard it too. It goes like this. If it be God's will. You know, sometimes we say this when we're praying for something and we're asking God for it. But then we say, you know, if it's your will, God, or sometimes we think about our health and we're praying over our health for ourselves. And we say something like, you know, Jesus, if it be your will, da, 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 (laughs) whatever it is for you. Sometimes we also want to make sure that we're in God's will or doing what God would will for us when it comes to decisions, sometimes big decisions and sometimes small decisions. I've heard people say, and actually I've said this myself, that I was driving and I just had this gut feeling that I should turn left instead of right. And I attribute that to maybe God protecting me for something. And maybe that is what happened and maybe it isn't. But I will say something along the lines of, it was God's will that I turned that way. But maybe it's even bigger things like taking a new job or if you're dating someone trying to decide if they're the one that you should marry or if you're married and trying to decide if now is the time to have the baby, right? We're all trying to be God's will. And we pray to God and we say, God, if it be your will, show me which direction to take. And so how do we really know when we're in God's will or when we're doing what God wills us to do? What does that phrase even mean? Well, to be in God's will, my recommendation would be to have two things first and foremost in your life. Number one, a relationship with Jesus. And number two, a relationship with the Bible. These two things go hand in hand. I don't know if you know this or not, but the Bible has lots and lots of contradictions. And some people, especially atheists, would actually use these contradictions as a reason why they've walked away from Christianity. And I just really think that's sad. I actually love these contradictions. Because it's my personal belief that one of the reasons these contradictions are in the Bible is because God wants to make sure that we are not using it as a yes and no manuscript for everything in our lives. Now, yes, I do believe that there are some black and white things right in there of do's and don't do's. I believe that. But I believe there's so much gray area. And those are the areas that we are supposed to rely on the wisdom of Holy Spirit and our relationship with Jesus Christ. Let me give you some examples of some of these contradictions. And I am not trying to start any type of debate or argument. I actually believe that these contradictions aren't really contradictions when you really understand who wrote them who they wrote them to, why it was written, and the whole context for the verses. But some of these do make you question like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Here's a good one, the Sabbath day. 
Now in Exodus, we can read that we are supposed to keep the Sabbath day holy. But there are many scriptures in the New Testament, uh, such as in Romans 14, that kind of contradict that we need to keep the Sabbath day holy. What about seeing God? You know, Genesis says, I have seen God face to face. But John, in there we read, no man has seen God at any time. That can be confusing. One that I have personally always kind of questioned with my time with God is when it comes to justice or punishing crime. You know, there are many things that we read about in the Bible that say, you know, a son should not bear the sins of the father. Ezekiel 18.20 is a really good example of that. But in Exodus, we read where it says the Lord is a jealous God. And the sins are actually passed down from the fathers unto the children, even from the third and fourth generation. That seems to contradict itself. Or for example, when it says in Exodus that a life should be for a life, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a hand for a hand, a foot for a foot. But yet in Matthew, we read that if someone hits you on the one cheek, you should actually turn and give him the other. We read about if someone takes your your piece of clothing, you should actually give them another piece of clothing. So this contradicts itself. But here's my encouragement for you. Number one, the more time that you spend in the word and you study it, the more it makes sense because you start to realize who these verses were written to. They were not all written to us. They were written for us and we can learn from them but they're not all written to us. And so you will have some contradictions because they're actually written to two different people groups. The other word of encouragement I have for you is to be careful not to take something out of context. But first and foremost, my encouragement to you is to have a relationship with Jesus. Look at the things he did and the things he said to get to know him, ask him questions. For me, when I journal, I I ask questions to God. Sometimes I'm listening or reading the Bible and I have the journal next to me and I'm just questioning, why did you say this, Jesus? Or God, why did the story go this way? And then I just pause and take some time to listen to what he has to say. Another great resource is a free resource called Bible Project, and they have videos and podcasts and lots of things that you can find on their website, but they do studies, all different kinds of studies on the Bible. And many times I am reading something or listening to something and exactly what they talk about answers the exact same question that I had when I was talking to Jesus. I want to leave you with something tangible that you can take with you today when we talk about God's will and how do we apply God's will in our life. Yes, we totally can use the power of the scriptures in our life when we're reading the Bible to help us identify God's will in our life. And we can also use that relationship with Jesus. That is first and foremost. But I want to free you with something You know, God didn't make us as robots. He doesn't want to control us. He's not a dictator. He gives us free will and he really, really wants us to choose good things that are going to bring us wholeness. He does not want you to choose things 
that will harm you. But what about those other things? Have a baby now, have a baby later. Get married to this person or maybe that's not the right person. Take this job or don't take that job. These are the things that I wonder about. What is God's will in my life? Well, I was thinking the other day about my children and I was thinking about how much I love them and how God loves them even more than I love them, which you guys, I can't even comprehend how God can love my children more than I love my children. But I was just thinking we have reached this like golden state where my children are young enough that they still depend on me, but they're old enough. They can do a lot of things on their own. They can make their own food if they need to. They can get up on their own. They can get dressed and off to school on their own. Now, I still love doing these things, but I don't have to. If I'm not feeling well or if I'm not there, they can actually do all these things on their own. And it's amazing, you guys. So those parents out there with littles, let me tell you, it it will get better, I promise. <laughs> but I was thinking about when they were little, you know, and I had the house childproof for them. And you know, when you like childproof the house, okay, has anyone ever done this? They have a whole space to play with. You know, my children have their rooms. When they were little, they had toys in there. They had all kinds of things that they could play with. They could watch movies. They could read books. They could color. They could build blocks. The possibilities were like virtually endless of the things that they could do. But you know what they wanted to do? They wanted to do like the very few things that I didn't want them to do. (laughs) And sometimes we are like that. Those very few things are the things that God is saying, oh, I don't want you to do that because it will hurt you. It's like me when I'm like, when I tell my children, I don't want your little hands next to the stove when I'm cooking because I don't want you to be burned. So in that moment, my children being by the stove, that would not be my will for them. And there are moments like that in our lives today. That would not be in God's will for us. But there are other things. You know, when my kids were playing, it was like, you can play puzzle. You can watch a movie. You can color. You have all of these things to you. And I'm not hovering over my children. Like I was never hovering over them saying, it is my will that you read a book and not build your blocks right now. Or it is my will that you watch this movie and not that movie. These are the things that I was giving for them to enjoy. They can pick and choose what they want to do when they want to do because I in, I just love them so much and I wanted them to learn and grow and experience and they could do that however they wanted. Each item was my will. Each thing was a gift that I gave to them and being able to be by them and watch them experience these things, watching their faces as they saw this amazing movie and their eyes just light up at the imagination that was happening in their minds, hearing their voices when they were reading the books, trying to pronounce those big words, all of these things. I so enjoyed doing with them and watching them. They were all my will for them. And that's how God is for us. All of these amazing things that we get to have in our lives. God is saying, I have laid all of this out for you. I just want to 
be with you and walk with you and enjoy these things with you. When you do something amazing, God is like so proud of you. It's like our kids when they make the goal or or they get first place in the swim meet. <laughs> you know, all of these things, you're just so proud of them. And that's how God is with us. He's so proud of us. So there are some things in life when we may ask, God, which way is your will? And there really isn't. There really isn't a certain way that is God's will. He's saying, as long as I'm here by you, you are in my will because I have laid all of these things out for you. And you know how there may be times, there may be times when God is speaking to you one way or the other. And the only way, the only way to know those is by having relationship with Jesus as we read the Bible, but first and foremost, a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I don't know who needed to hear that today. I don't know where that message and that thought finds you in your life. I'd love to chat with you about it. You can head over to our Facebook group. You can search Coffee and Jesus, and we have a Facebook group there. And if there's something in your life that you're just wondering is God really pointing me one way or the other? You're welcome to post it on there. And there are some amazing people who I'm sure would love to offer their thoughts. But I would say that there's there might be a really good chance that God is saying, you know what, if there is a way that actually doesn't provide you wholeness, that's probably not God's will. But if you're looking down a path and both of them lead to wholeness and a relationship with Jesus and you're wondering which way to take, it's a very good possibility that he's saying, guess what? You get to choose. I've laid out both of these for you. And regardless of which one you go down, I'm never going to let you miss it. Just bring me alongside with you and let's experience this together. Well, it has been wonderful chatting with you today. And if you know anyone that maybe could hear that message, feel free to share this podcast with them. I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I would also welcome any questions. I don't have all the answers, for sure not. But if there's anything you're thinking like, you know what, Jamie, I'm not sure. You talked about this God's will thing, and and I'm not sure I have this going on in my life. I'm not sure. Sometimes running it through another person of faith might be able to give you a perspective that you didn't have before. So I'm definitely open to that. You can email me my email address. I'll link it in the description, or you can find us on Facebook. But first and foremost is that relationship with Jesus. So I'm excited for you today. Any decisions you're going to be making in the future, I just know that God is going to lay it on your heart, how much he loves and cares for you and is excited to experience all of these things with you. God is so good. He loves you so much. And I hope that you have a great rest of your day. I will talk to you again soon. My name is Jamie Crozier, and this has been Coffee and Jesus.